the Hill Country Patriot. He's a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a crispy winter February morning. It is Monday, so as usual, we have uh, Miss Angela Smith, the founder of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, in the house with us. Good morning, Angela. Good morning, Matt. I'm on. You're here. I'm in. Okay. You're on. All right. right. You're here. Um, Man, I'm telling you, we have... uh, we got a quite a show for you today. We're uh, oh, we're going to talk about the Republican Party a little bit, and uh, who knows? We got all kinds of things to talk about today. Um, seven days till primary vo- early voting starts. This is an election. Seven wow. days next Monday it starts, right? Well, Matt, you were just saying not too long ago it's forty eight days. Forty eight days. No, I went back through days. my book. <laughs> I went back through my book, and the first day I started announcing, it was like 80-some-odd days. Yep. And yep. so here we are. We're one week. Yeah, that's when I started in November, right before uh, um, right before Thanksgiving. I think I had 83 or 84 days was when I started. And here we are, less than a week till primary voting starts. And uh, so we're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about the ads that you're seeing uh, the uh, obvious confusion still among some people that uh, this is somehow the general election and that we're going to beat uh, Pelosi and, uh, let's see, what are the flyers I've seen? We're going to beat Pelosi, Biden, and um, Beto. and Beto all in uh, coming up in March. In a Republican election. In a Republican, okay. yeah, a Republican okay. primary election. Exactly. You know, Matt, I'm not sure, is it? Is it our our leadership? They don't know that this is a Republican primary where you and I are going to go in and vote only for for the Republican that we want on the ticket in November? Or are they intentionally intentionally trying to confuse the voter out there? Yeah, well, that's what we're going to talk about today. By the way, just a spoiler there. It's a it's intentional to confuse the oh, voter. Matt. Oh, so Matt. we just all don't, right. You don't, don't even have to listen so. today. That's it. <laughs> so um, uh, here we go. So there's some things on the counter we need to get to tonight. This is uh, this is actually came as a surprise to me. The uh, Kerrville Republican Party and the Kerrville Republican women um, who don't communicate with me um, are having a um, a what do you forum. call it? A forum tonight. Yep. Thank you. I lost my lost my words. They're having a forum tonight. I wish I'd have known about it a while earlier, but uh, these uh, those guys don't uh, communicate with me. I can't imagine why. Um, on February seventh tonight at the Y.O. the Yo Hotel, just off of Interstate Ten on Sydney Baker, who we now know is a World War One hero. Um, Senate District 24 candidates and House District 53 candidates are going to be there tonight at uh, 6 o'clock. I believe the doors open at 530. And um, so this is an opportunity 
to uh, go and ask questions. Uh, in Senate District 24, you don't have an incumbent, so you have a different list of questions for those guys. Uh, House District 53, you do have an incumbent, and uh, whether we mention the incumbent by name in today's conversation or not doesn't matter, but he is part of the establishment Republicans, and um, so a lot of what we talk about today is going to be applied directly to your incumbent in House District 53. Fortunately for you guys, they have an amazing, an amazing challenger by the yes. name of Wesley Verdell. Yes. And so... That um, is the beauty of this primary this yes. time, Matt, is we have fantastic challengers to the establishment, and I'm so excited about it. I hope that Republicans are as excited about it as I am. Yeah, it, it, it's, got, it's time. It's time for a change. Unless you were completely happy with the way everything happened in the last two years... Um, but anyway, we're, uh, that is tonight at the Y.O. Go with your questions. Um, it is a chance to ask your incumbent about his track record. And um, yeah, Go and listen. Go and listen. You if don't even have to if ask. You're, if you're like listen. intimidated about even and taking that question, go and listen. How, how much do we learn, Matt, from listening to these guys and meeting people around us who are giving us insight that we didn't have? Yep. Like it's every day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's why we have two ears and one mouth. So you guys, you're, we're supposed to listen twice as much as we speak. Of course, that's pretty hard for me. But uh, um, So that is tonight. Folks, show up for that. If you are in Kerr County, if you live in Senate District 24, House District 53, uh, this is a really, really good opportunity for you to talk to those guys uh, tonight, also City Council. What have you got on Fredericksburg in, City in Council? Fredericksburg. If you're in Fredericksburg, um, this is one of the meetings of the month, the first and third Monday of the month. City Council meets. Um, our fearless leader Jeanette Hormuth will be there, and she is exhorting everyone to be there. Come see what's going on. The people presence is essential. They are counting on you to forget tattletale tools they forget they want to make sure you've forgotten that they're spending the arpa funds on stuff that they had plenty of money, money in the for. bank yep. to pay for they did not need to, to take the funds that now tie them to the federal government uh we are still uh working on that initiative and calling them out on that um also um, Jeanette will be there and you can talk to her about poll watcher training that's coming up next week. Our excellent poll watcher training, uh, contact Dr. Laura Presley will be in town and mm. we've got a lot of people coming from Kerrville for that training. So that's for Kerrville and Fredericksburg. So and that's, uh, next Tuesday. That's next. Night. Yes. Next Tuesday night. I believe so. Yes. So. Uh, contact Jeanette Hormuth. You can look her up on Facebook, um, private messenger there. You know, you can also contact us on that, and it will be in our newsletter that did go out today. Yeah, finally. <laughs> we, uh, we're we still changing over, but I guess we got a temporary reprieve from MailChimp. And Mail by Chump. the way, thank you, MailChimp. <laughs> um, by the way, thank you. I've had several listeners um, who have been sending me some really good suggestions on those. And we have, I have been ch uh, chasing each one of them down. So that is, uh, that. Uh, thank you for listeners who are giving me that kind of help. 
then let's see. Let's talk about uh, we're running over time. Let's go ahead and take our break so we don't get thrown off, and then uh, we'll come back and talk about Thursday's Tea Party meeting. Let's do it. All right. We'll see y'all. Uh, hold on. Let's see. Oh, boop, oh, boop, oh, boop. Oh. No Ben Franklin. Ben? Bob is all confused. He's looking over there saying, what's going on? Um, let's see. Um, let's see. When Here you go. Random. When you speak to a man, look on his eyes. When he speaks to you, look at his mouth. Hmm. There you go. Not sure about that one. Thanks, Ben. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> we'll be right back. Folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. This Thursday night, the regular second Thursday of the month, Fredericksburg Tea Party meeting going on this Thursday night. You want to talk to us about it, Angela? It's our favorite annual Guns and Roses. The Guns and Roses show. Yes. Absolutely. I always think of Slash. Oh, do you? Yes, when I think of this, this, this one. But anyway, this is tea party, so get up, snap yeah, out, yeah, snap, snap that, out, of snap it. out of it. <laughs> <laughs> we just, folks, we just learned something about Angela Smith. Yes, yes, okay. Yes, a friend of mine said, Angela, how do you reconcile that? And he knows if he's listening who he is. How do you reconcile that with your Christianity? And I said, I don't. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> i don't i can't and i, I can't. don't yep so there you go so yes we call it guns and roses and that was kind of an accident um I, i'm trying to think it must well, have been man, about five years yes, ago yes and of course we were working on constitutional carry Carrie, back that's right. then that was it and rachel malone was so hot and so fun to listen to remember and mm-hmm. um and we just came up with it. It's like, let's have Rachel there. And I was like, Guns and Roses. Guns and Roses. Oh, that'd be fun. That'll be fun, yeah. And now it's just our annual February meeting. Now we have to do it. And actually, on the drive uh, over here this morning, I got the text that the Roses had arrived at my house. Oh, yes. So I know what I've got to do. You get uh, you order these Roses. When you buy them, you know, 75 or 100 at a time, they come in these boxes all tightly wrapped up. And you... You have to give them some space for about two or three days, and so I'm going to be going home and grooming a bunch of roses the rest of the day and getting them ready. They're long stem. They're beautiful. Every woman, uh, every lady that shows up, and by the way, we are demanding that you have XX chromosomes. Um, <laughs> at the we're we're, we're um, um, it, this is uh, uh, roses for the XX chromosome people, okay. so that we don't get in trouble. All right, um, and the men, we've got, uh, well, you're going to be there with your lady, so that's a bonus. You can almost get away with it as a sort of kind of uh, warm-up to Valentine's. That's exactly right. Yeah, there's going to be yes. chocolate cake. Like, start Valentine's early. Yeah, start She will Valentine's. be impressed. That's right, and uh, and roses and chocolate cake and a great speaker. This year, you know, um, um, uh, Malone, Rachel, has uh, moved on, not moved on. She has been moved promoted, up. Yes, she moved has. up well, to uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, a big, uh, a pretty, pretty cool uh, position 
with the na- national wide with the organization mm-hmm. and so the texas uh deputy doggone it what is deputy director deputy i knew there was a sign deputy yes. director of texas gun owners of america is felicia bull and uh any of you who have uh, gone up to the capitol the last two sessions working on on uh, permitless carry you know felicia yes. she was right there along with rachel yes. so um felicia Powerful. yeah felicia bull will be our headline speaker I have a feeling that there will be candidates. I have a feeling. I have a feeling there will be candidates. Yep. We had a bunch in January. Yes, we did. Um, not as many have uh, talked to me about this one, but uh, I'll bet we still have a handful of candidates yes, there. Yes, I bet we do. I'll, I'll let you, as as I hear that which candidates are going to be there, I will, uh, I, I will bring you uh, information. I'll bring that to you every day. If I know for sure a candidate's yes. going to be there, we'll let you know about that. So, uh, show up at, uh, dinner starts at 6. We serve dinner at yes, 6. Yes, we do. Thank you, um, Rex. Thank you, Rex. And uh, I'm not sure what Rex is cooking, but we were talking with him yesterday. I'll be providing the desserts, so the dessert people got a month off. And uh, so, yeah, I'm going to start making uh, sheet cakes tomorrow. The best oh, chocolate man. you'll ever taste. I'm telling you, and it's an old Texas family recipe. I wish I could say it was my mom's, but she got it from Mary Neathart, and uh, Mary Neathart has been gone a long time I now. Know, yeah. So anyway, it is um, old Texas tradition, Texas sheet cake, and I love making it, and I love serving it. So um, that'll be um, Thursday night. The meeting starts at 6.30. We uh, shut down at 8. We're prompt about that, and... Uh, you know, it seems like um, almost about an hour of visiting afterwards. I rarely it's, get out of there. It's fantastic because people don't recognize. You don't know that when you get there and there's 100 and, 100 and plus people, like last time it was 143, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, you just don't know who you're going to get to meet, that new friend you're going to make that you didn't, I didn't know these kind of people lived here. We hear that all right. the time, don't we? Yeah. I didn't know there were so many people that thought like me. Mm. Um, you so much fun, and you start making great friends there. So, And I know some uh, folks who uh, have moved recently over the last couple of years. I can tell you several stories of people who moved, showed up at the tea party, and we're actually, we're their circle of friends now. That's where they started. That's right, exactly. And uh, so it's a great opportunity. So if you're new to the area, good opportunity to come meet people. Bring your business card, your calling card. Yes. Um, always have those with you. <clears throat> I was at the Saturday at the rally. I was at the rally on Saturday. And um, I just circulated for the whole rally. Meeting people, talking to people, coming up with any excuse. I saw a lady. I saw a lady with a sign that said something about moving mountains, and um, so I went over there and I told her. I said, "You know, I heard a saying last week that if you ask God to move mountains, you better bring a shovel." All right, <laughs> that was just a comment on her yes. sign. But what did that do? It started a conversation. Sure. We started visiting. It ends up her. She's from Austin, and I'm and and of course the first thing I do is look at her again, and I say, "You live in the the People's Republic of of Austin, Austin? and you're Ooh. a 
Tea Party conservative, and you're yes, we are, and I and I just all I could say was you know bless your heart, <laughs> bless your heart, and but that started a conversation. Then that conversation goes on and says um, her and her husband are fighting CRT mm. in the Austin schools, mm -hmm. and I said, well, that's interesting. <laughs> We've got a little group uh, in uh, Fredericksburg in the Hill Country. That's right. That is taking that on, and then they said. Well, we need to get together, put our heads together. No kidding. Folks, this is what happens. I didn't know that lady from Adam. Now, people, my wife will criticize me for speaking to people on the elevator, you know, I because I that's my personality. She's remembering what her mom told her, don't talk to strangers. Don't talk to strangers. <laughs> Folks, we cannot grow this movement unless we start talking to other yes. people yeah start with those that are around you i mean you're at a rally like that you know what everybody at that rally was there on our side you know they're all friendly they're all friendly so and it was so funny because there was there were several groups of people in their 20s moving through the crowd at several different points in time and every single one of them had their mask on there was nobody with a mask on, and every now and then you would see these groups running through there with masks, and it was almost like I wanted to say, you know, your mask is not disguising you right now. Yes. Your mask is identifying you. That's right. <laughs> you know? I love that. <laughs> they, it is, they're identifying them. And so it was, it was just very weird. So nobody, if you, you know, I wasn't going to stop and talk to someone with a mask on. Of course not. Not going to waste my time. I mean, they might shed on me, Matt. Yeah, they would. <laughs> they could. They're probably just going to. I don't know what you're carrying. Gonna, oh, you said shed. Shed. They, let's clear that up. <laughs> Angela said shed. They might shed on her. Um, and, and yeah, we just don't. And so. That is what I did Saturday. Now, you may think, well, that's some kind of special gift I have. No, it's, it, it, it I don't know. We could call no. it a special gift, but we all have that ability. And this is what I've been talking about for weeks now. Get out of your comfort zone. Yes. Listen, this is all, this is camaraderie. It just takes over when you're at these kinds of things. You come Thursday night, you're going to feel that instant camaraderie um, a friend of mine did the trump rally last weekend there was just instant camaraderie mm -hmm. that's what you're talking about matt it's so much fun and so yeah absolutely it is um yeah opportunities abound if you go to one of our fredericksburg tea party meetings i promise you i don't care if you've been to every single one of them there will be someone there this thursday night you don't know Oh yeah, and you will have you will you will look back and go, "Wow, I had no idea that that's where this new relationship would have started." Mm -hmm. You know, you would I mean, like I was telling you on the way over, the, there were people at our last meeting mm -hmm. that were there and I'd met them previously, but I didn't quite put two and two together and all of a sudden I would, they're calling us and they're wanting to share some resources with us and they're it's amazing, especially for our education group. And I'm just like, wow, isn't that the coolest? Yeah. And uh, so that's what can happen if you will uh, show up, stretch, get out of your comfort zone. And we're going to be talking more about that. I do have uh, another uh, flyer in front of me. Again, apologies. This is the uh, Gillespie County Young Republicans. Yes. 
Gillespie County Young Republicans tomorrow night. They were going to have two candidate forums, one on last Tuesday and one uh, tonight. And uh, they canceled last Tuesday night ones. And so tonight, the Gillespie County Candidate Forum, it says part two, but it's actually going to be a combination. So they're going to have quite a few candidates there. That's going to be over at Victory Fellowship. That's tomorrow night at 6 o'clock at Victory Fellowship on uh, East College Street. If you're heading up uh, 16, heading up Lano Street, you get to college, turn right, and it's mm-hmm. about four blocks right. down. Right. And, uh, great venue. Great yeah, venue, it is. Great host. We love Pastor Burdick over there. Pastor Burdick and his awesome wife. Yeah. And uh, so uh, that is Tuesday night, a chance to meet uh, quite a few candidates, especially Gillespie County, like Justice of the Peace, Constable, Judge, judge, those kind of people are going to be there. And so that's your local candidates. I've had different people ask me. For example, we have uh, three or four people running for Precinct 3, Justice of the Peace. Someone sent me an email last week. They wanted to know the difference between them. Um, Also, they wanted to know the difference between Ken Moore and Armando Romo, who are can, uh, candidates for the constable precinct one well it's not as easy on these local mm-hmm. races um and so all i could say was you need to go to the forum yes all that's right why we that's why we had those forums that's why these forums exist and so you go it's, it's not just the simplest job to put a forum together i mean you've got to schedule all these people find a venue uh, mm-hmm. that sort of thing get a date where everybody can show up at that so please support um, any of these organizations that have taken the time to bring these forums to you. Absolutely. And this Saturday, Trauma to Triumph, we interviewed her last uh, Wednesday. Yes. Going to have her on again this coming Thursday, I believe. But Trauma to Triumph, I had that that show, I think I've gotten more responses on that show than any show I've done in quite some time. Um, people were uh, very glad to hear about this organization, traumatotriumph.org. Folks, we're going to take a short break, and uh, when we get back, uh, we're going to continue talking about Saturday, about uh, the ads that you're seeing on TV and in the newspaper, and then, you know, John Cornyn, just because we can't help it. Whistling world, threatening sky. All right, folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Let's speak a little bit more about Saturday. You know, I always talk about the the burr under your saddle. What is that one thing that you just want to do something about? And we so, after all of our years of experience, that, that's got to be our number one piece of advice, isn't it, Angela, to stick with one, find that one topic? Yes, Matt, it, it is because we're making this simpler and easier for mm-hmm. you to get involved by boiling it down to that. And it just makes common sense when we're out here. Um, it's so easy to be overwhelmed by all, it's like whack-a-mole. We talked about yeah. the whack-a-mole thing. You know, you just kind of get overwhelmed with that and then a little bit discouraged and tired and you might want to quit. That doesn't happen when you get, you know, laser focused on, on that thing that's just your, the burr under your blanket. Yep. You just you just can't let it go, you know. And so that was what was so awesome about the 
Saturday rally was they had election integrity dude there, Mr. Seth Keschel. We all know him. Critical race theory, Kelly Burke. He was also, I believe Kelly was the MC for the event. Dell Bigtree talking about vaccine mandates. Man, that guy is a powerhouse. Amazing. Um, Victor Avila, uh, border crisis. He is also um, running for land commissioner, and I'm going to have him on the air here soon. Had a good visit with Victor, so we're going to have him on the air. Uh, sex trafficking, Natalie Denise. Um, critical race theory, Dr. Tim Wesley. Gender modification, Jeff Younger was there. The face of that movement. They, uh, If I understood him right, they now have his boy on the chemicals. I want to talk to him again. We're going to have, that's another person I reestablished uh, contact with. I, if unless I misunderstood him, they have his young boy on ginger transition drugs right. now, puberty, puberty blocking. Puberty blocker, what's called puberty blockers. Puberty blockers. They now, it's basically chemical castration. Yeah. Um, they. Texas is allowing that. And when we Texas. say Texas is allowing that, look at the governor's seat all the way down to your state rep. Yep. And ask them where they are and why they've allowed this why in the world are they still after we just came out of legislative session we started talking about this in 2019 we had three specials after this legislative session and the republican leadership could not get this taken care of they won't do it they won't do it they will not do it they're afraid abbott will not speak into this strongly dade phelan is being paid off by that industry by that industry along with other leadership yeah and your own uh your own state rep's office cannot tell you and that would be andy murr's office cannot tell you where he stands on this issue call him and ask him no i was there i was there there in a public forum where they were asked staff was asked where does representative murr stand on gender modification in children and they could not answer the question publicly that was in mason right yes that was in mason county that was in mason county yes they were there november Folks, if if you're they can't they couldn't tell them where andy murr stood no. on that so we uh, we don't know andy murr we don't know that's a republican party priority that it was is a priority going into 2021 that's a human being priority yes it is who in their right mind thinks you could do this to children and and yet here it is when when jeff pulls up with his son to school the teacher meets him hands him a dress and he says bye jeff and the teacher says hi luna and hands him a dress yeah that's what's going on that's what's, that's what's going being on allowed in texas and your republicans are allowing this and they're yeah. going to try to tell you well this wasn't the session to do it and this one you know we had other that's a load of crap it's a big load of bovine excrement which, se- which session is it going to be matt wasn't 20 yeah. what is it 2019 yeah, 27. They wouldn't do it 17. then. They wouldn't do it in right. 17. And they wouldn't do it in 21. They wouldn't do it so in 21. I'm not sure. I guess if you're being paid off by the industry, it's not a priority for you. Right. Or if you're getting paid off by Dade Phelan. Look, Dade Phelan's getting paid off. Yep. And then he's We paid. know that. And then he's paying off. Yes. Ask Andy Murr who his number one contributor is. Yep. Simple question. 
In fact, it's um, you can find, you can go right to the Secretary of State's office, I believe, or the Ethics Commission. I think it's the Ethics, Ethics. Commission. Mm -hmm. Ethics, you can look up their top donors. They have to file quarterly. Go look who yourself is. See who is funding these guys. Mm -hmm. And um, Dade Phelan is the number one contributor to Andy Murr's candidacy. Right. Number so one. By two and a half times more than number two. You're right. You're right, Matt. And it it it's just shocking that um, you're going to be getting those mailers in your mailbox with babies and Bible verses on them. Yep. And then he they can't answer the question about gender modification in minors, children. Gender that, modification yes. in children. They can't answer that question. There's a there is a real disconnect there. Real you know, if we were, if if a big portion of our um, uh, uh, House District Fifty Three was in Austin, you know, yes, I, I mean, I wouldn't excuse it, but I might understand it. You'd know what you're up against, right? But I, I'd be, I, I would like to go through these entire sixteen or seventeen counties of House District Fifty Three and uh, just find out how many transgendered minors are in there and how many votes he's worried about. Yes. Exactly. That's what it is. That's what they're worried about. They're worried about the kickback. You know, um, on on the, the uh, see, we went down all kinds of rabbit holes. <laughs> Saturday, this last Saturday, we also had two doctors, well, a doctor and a nurse on vaccine mandates. And here's another very exciting thing. I got to meet a gentleman by the name of Paul Davis, and uh, he calls himself the lawyer for patriots. Well, he was not a lawyer for patriots. Uh, less than a year ago, he was a um, he was a lawyer for a very large firm and was set for life and uh, ready to go. And they told him he had to get the shot to continue working there. And he said, "I don't think so." And he gave up his job. Um, his talk about that and the decision and the process he had to go through. I did. Uh, we're going to have Paul on here, Mr. Davis, on the program. I made a connection with him. And uh, he very gladly uh, will be coming onto the program and maybe even get him to come down and speak to the Fredericksburg Tea Party or in the Hill Country at some time. But um, So I'm not going to tell his story, but uh, he is now, <clears throat> now representing patriots who have lost their jobs due to the VAX mandate. And um, <clears throat> we'll be taking on any other patriot uh, cases as well. And when I introduced myself to him, I said, man, we could have used you about twice a year during the last 10 years. That's and, right. <laughs> and he just he just smiled and said, yeah, I get it. So I'm looking forward to establishing a relationship with Mr. Davis. Folks, when you go to these events and you've got your business card, find just find one thing. Ladies, it's real easy for you to approach another lady. Isn't that right? I mean, of if course. you see, uh, Angela, just tell me, you see some lady in a, I don't know, some some hot, some cool-looking cowboy hat that sure. nor, nor, all of us <laughs> would not know anything about it, but you would recognize yes. that hat. Yes. There's your door. Just walk up and say, wow, I like that hat. That's a Lady Stetson yeah. or whatever. I've been, I've been wanting one of those. I've been wanting one of those. <laughs> right? Walk up to him. The conversation has started. The next one, the next question is, of course, you all know this one. Where are you from? Yeah. Where are you from? Yeah, exactly. It's so easy, especially at these big, at these group meetings. I mean, yeah. where are you from? Oh, well, I'm from so-and-so. Or if you're in Fredericksburg, it's like, 
So, have you lived here all your life? Or? Yeah, there, you, there, there are so many easy ways yeah. to start a conversation here when you're in one of these events because you're not with you're with you're not with strangers. No, you may not know any of them, but you're not with strangers. Instant camaraderie, you know. And, and so we encourage folks to go to rallies. Um, we 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 did rallies when we first started. We got to a point where we kind of said we're not doing rallies and there was there was some reasoning behind that um we do attend a lot of other rallies um and help promote other rallies but this is one of the things that you can do is to build your network and i'm real excited about plugging in the couple in austin that's been fighting crt with the couple here in fredericksburg that is fighting crt and getting the two of them together if you're in kerrville for goodness sake reach out to matt and Let's build that network. Let's build that network. Yes. Absolutely. So you know how to get a hold of me, Matt at ranchradiogroup.com, Matt at ranchradiogroup.com. And if you'll reply to any of your Fredericksburg Tea Party newsletters, if you doesn't matter what it says or anything, if you reply to one of the newsletters, I'm the first one that reads it. And then if it needs the attention of someone else, then I will send it on to whoever it needs to um be uh forwarded on to um we're going to uh take a short break right now and when we come back i'm going to talk to you about some of the ads you've been seeing and try to make sense out of the flyers you're getting in your mail Folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. Um, you've been getting flyers in the ads. We've been seeing them on TV. I saw a um, mm, Abbott advertisement on TV last night. Okay. I know Angela doesn't watch very much TV, no, but I, I had a, a, almost none. Um, and uh, so, yeah, she's got more important things like horses and grandbabies. <laughs> yes, those two will take all your time. Uh, yes, it will. So Granny Smith doesn't know about the commercial I saw last night. So I uh, uh, here is um, it is Governor Abbott, and he's talking about what an awesome job he's done at the border and blah 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 blah. And then he turns and focuses on on um, Beto, and focuses on Beto, mm-hmm. and says that you know if you don't vote for me, then you know this is this is the alternative. Right. The ad makes it look like that Abbott is running against Beto. In this upcoming primary election. In this primary upcoming election. primary election. Okay. I'm going to tell you what I think. This is my hypothesis. Okay. I can be proven wrong at any time, Matt. Mm-hmm. I think that Abbott's got plenty of money to, to do polls, which we know he does. And he has polled the Republican voter out there. And the Republican voter doesn't know that this is a primary election where it's only Republicans on the ballot. And you just pick the one that you want for each of the offices. Mm -hmm. He has polled that. Now, listen, it's a hypothesis, so I can be proven wrong. Right. And now he's tailoring the message 
in these paid, very expensive, very expensive uh, TV Sunday ads. Sunday night TV now, ads. Now, listen, yep. he, he's paying a lot of money. He wants them to be effective. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's messaging that out there it's to on. the public. Mm-hmm. He thinks, via his polling, that we don't know any better. And, and this- I hope that we are we are just doing our little part in getting out to you guys that that is not what this election is about at all. In fact, uh, Pete Flores is doing the same thing. He's running yes. for SD24. His ads talk about Pelosi and uh, Biden. And, I, and I'm sitting there reading the ad, and I'm like, what, what in the world? These guys, if someone is running against what, listen, this is a state election, all right? First of all, that's, just, that's the funnier part. He's, he's on two different levels. This is a state election. It's a state election. Who, who does he think? Does he think he's running for Congress? And he doesn't, and he doesn't know? Somebody hasn't told him yet? I don't know. It, yes. So if you, have a, if you have a candidate out there that's talking about Washington, D.C. Yeah. Then you, that's running as your state senator, senator or state representative yeah. or or whoever, lieutenant governor, whatever. If their ads are focused on Washington D.C. or the Democrats, you need to stay absolutely away from them. Yeah, I think they're they're kind of. I think they're confused. Maybe they're maybe and, they're following in Biden's footsteps of some sort. I I, I don't know. know. They're they're so confused. We we uh, the sad thing about our conversation on the way over uh, after Angela gave me her hypothesis, the sad thing is that there are many Republicans now. Those of you listening to this program, unless today's the first day you've been listening, you know exactly what the primary is because we've been talking about it ad nauseum. In fact, you probably can't wait until March first <laughs> for us to change the dadgum subject. But uh, th- this is. But we're gonna keep talking about it because it is so important. And these, this is an election just for the Republicans, the Republican candidates, Republican and the Democrats. They're gonna go off in another room and they're gonna pick their own people. That's correct. All right, they're gonna pick their own people. We pick our people, and so we're choosing among Republicans. This race on March first has absolutely nothing to do with Washington D.C. or the federal government or Nancy Pelosi or the Democrats or the Democrats, right? Or the Democrats. Um, it just doesn't. Um, this race is about picking conservative Republicans to stand up to the democrats in november that's what this is all about the sad thing is and i've got the proof this uh someone uh, and i'm going to tell this story someday maybe a year or two from now but uh there's a guy named uh perry what's his first name rick rick perry there's a guy named rick perry i know not that rick perry there's a guy named rick perry on the republican ballot I'm predicting that he gets 5% of the vote or better. That's my over-under right. on Rick Perry. What that tells us, listen, this is some kind of businessman from no, no – try to find some information on this Rick Perry. He's not running a campaign. Right. He's not campaigning. His name's on the ballot. In fact, the I'm not sure on the 
ballot order, but I know that Abbott ended up last when they picked ballot order, okay. which is kind of funny because you got to go through six <laughs> names before you get to Abbott, and hopefully you'll oh, get tired God. of reading yes. the names before you get to That's Abbott. What we, we could only hope, Matt. Yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> you've got this Rick Perry on the ticket. This, Folks, this is all done on purpose. They are laughing at your ignorance. Now, not yours, but at your neighbor's ignorance. Because you're, those of you listening to me, you already know the difference. This is where you're going to have to stretch yourself, get out of your comfort zone, and you have got to tell your friends and your neighbors and your Republican friends yes. that this race, if we have any kind of chance of turning towards conservatism, that's correct. Just in be, Texas. In, te- in Texas. For gosh sakes. I mean, everybody's moving here thinking we're all conservative, and they get here, and they're shocked yeah. and dismayed because Texans won't stand up and make sure they put conservative Republicans into office. They don't Well, do it. it's where it happens is right now. This is the election for that. This, yeah. It, it's, this is where it happens. We're excited about it. And, and it doesn't. And, and so if you wait till November, then, then you're just going to go in and vote for the R and it doesn't matter who right. the R is. I, and, and so and then I'll hear everybody complain. And of course, every here's the funny thing. Everybody will tell me they voted in the primary. But about 90 percent of you are lying to me because nine, because 10 percent of the voters show up and vote in the primary. Is that? Is it That's that? it. It's not even Weak? actually. It's not even that high. It's more like eight or nine percent. Sure? I'm absolutely positive. Okay. In thirty years. Okay. You're, you're kidding me. No. Uh. Uh-uh. Ten percent of our registered Republican voters. I'm going to kind of of registered that. voters. Registered voters. Ten percent. Period. Period. That would mean Republican and Democrat show up in to Texas. vote in the primary. Wow. So guys, please. Get a friend out there and let's double that. Oh, yeah. One friend. Take. One friend that hasn't ever voted in a primary, maybe doesn't understand what it is, explain it to him. It's so simple, so much fun. We've got excellent candidates this time. We will, are happy to help you uh, with the selection. We're happy to talk to you about that. I just did that last week for a group over in Mason County, for right. goodness sakes. We that, we're getting the word out. The, uh, the other thing you're going to see, and I had some uh, emails over the weekend, and they go, Matt, we got all these ballot propositions. How should we vote on those? Folks, that is a survey. All right? That's a great word, Matt. I didn't it use that word. It is a survey. Um, remember, only Republicans, only people who choose to vote in the Republican primary are getting to see those propositions. That's correct. They don't turn into law. They don't turn into legislation. They don't turn into anything. Mm-hmm. On that, this is an opportunity for both parties. When you get uh, you go in to vote for the Democrat, if you go in to vote in the Democrat primary, then you get to choose. They have some their own survey. their own set of their own we, survey. We probably haven't even seen. We haven't seen that survey. I haven't seen it. We're assuming no. they have one. And so, what this is, so don't ask me how to vote on the survey. All right, <laughs> because what they want is your opinion. Yeah. And they're not that complicated. No, they're not complicated. They're very self-explanatory. The language is pretty simple. There's not too much legalese or anything like that in there. There was, um, I uh, was talking with someone, and, and the, actually the person who asked me about that, and I said, here's my prediction. Um, all of them will, all but two will get 95% or more yes. All right? Okay. All but two of them. And the two 
um, that I won't mention um, because I'm not sure which I don't have them memorized, but there were two that I earmarked that would fall between 90 and 95 percent. Okay. So those are my predictions on those. These are all folks you're going to look at it and you're going to say, you know, it's questions like uh, should we uh, stop uh, beating homeless people on the side of the street? Well, yeah, we probably should stop beating <laughs> homeless people on the side of the street there are those kind of questions right i'm yeah. sorry lorraine's looking at me like i got two heads uh but they are those kinds of questions yeah. and so you'll read them and go well duh you Th- know yeah, that's what you'll think that's well, what duh. you'll think as well duh because it's a survey yes and you're going to agree with all of them if you're a conservative or republican and there's a two a couple of squinchy soft ones in there that we will lose uh lose a couple of people will vote against those um, but, uh, that's, that's what that is. So don't get confused. Don't spend a lot of time. You don't have to do a lot of homework. You don't no. have to do enough research. You really don't. Those are survey questions. So just go through and read them. And they're, they're all very simple. They're all very simple. And, uh, you'll probably say yes on most of them. So, um, that is, um, give you an idea. John Cornyn. I'm just, I got to throw this in here. Yeah, oh, please do, man. Please do. All right. So. We have uh, we had uh, Chip Roy on here a week ago. Chip started talking about uh, the plan that they have. Um, the government is only funded. The federal government is only funded through February 18th. So we're about to have another uh, continuing resolution vote. And um, the last one we had um, was very interesting. That John Cornyn says. And he, uh, he, he voted for the continuing resolution. And what they were trying to do was trying to oppose the resolution because of the mandate uh, enforcement that right. it's going to we're, be. We are funding mandate in, mandates. In, mandate enforcement. Yes, if we fund these resolutions. Okay, and so uh, if, if any GOP that votes for the continuing resolution, whenever that happens... They are traitors because they're the ones, by voting for the continuing resolution, resolution, you are voting for the mandates, for the enforcement behind the mandates, mm-hmm. the money to come out. Because it's got to be funded. Out. It's got to be funded. Yeah. And uh, John Cornyn, last time we had one of those, says, um, John Cornyn says, um, you know, why should I, uh, uh, oh, man, did I lose it? Um he says, uh, why would we make ourselves, you know, the object of public attention by raising the specter of a government shutdown? So John Cornyn is more con- is more concerned about public attention than the mainstream he is media of than he is for um, for uh, fighting on principle. Yeah, exactly. He's so concerned about the mainstream media calling them out and starting the shutdown word language and ramming that down our throats and fear-mongering us on that. That's all he cares about. Folks, y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. We'll see y'all tomorrow.